Hello, welcome to Pitas and Honey Bunches, Pop Culture Spectacular. I'm Honey Bunches, a.k.a. Doug. And I'm Pita, a.k.a. Christina. What up, welcome, nerds? Welcome to the show. Uh, we've rebranded since uh, we uh, I originally started yeah. Nerd Vomit. Uh, we're going to get the kind of deadly genesis, if I may make an X-Men reference right at the top of the show, like I normally would anyway, probably... Yep. Uh, we'll get to the deadly genesis of how this all happened in just a moment, but I don't want to get logged out of this website, so we're going to get into the new show by reviewing an old year. Which goes on the fact that I finally caved and got PlayStation Plus. Yeah, should have done it two months ago at least, so you would have gotten your gear review. Yeah, whatever. But you didn't. But you I were finally, too cool for school. But I finally got it. Um, it would show you all of your stats across the year, which is kind of a cool thing to look at every year. Um, I've never really, I don't think I've ever really brought up on air, I think maybe every few shows, well, obviously at least one show a year. Um, I played 29 games in 2020. That doesn't mean to completion, that just means I started and either beat or got sick of 29 games. Uh, My top games for the year were Destiny 2, uh, in which I put 287 hours into. That was a lot of expansions. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tushima, which we've talked about yes. ad nauseum. No offense. Uh, I played it for 116 hours. Uh, that was two platinum. That was uh, playing New Game Plus as well near the end yeah. of the year. As I say, I think I platinum at about 79 hours on Tushima. Really? 79? Yeah. I spent a lot of time clearing out fog, though. Oh, I did, too. Like, oh, I like cleared every, out every... every particulate of fog is gone. That was even after clearing out all three sides of the maps, finding all the haikus, finding all the records, all the Mongol artifacts, all the banners, everything at 79 hours. See, I didn't have all of the uh, Mongol uh, artifacts. I didn't have all the records. I was still finding those. I got everything, even all the saddles. I got everything on regular... You're a freak for getting all the saddles. I, I have to say that on air. You are, like, those um, Shoshima banners or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. Like, I was like, because I'd always be near one and I'd feel the controller sort of vibrate. I'm like, whatever it is, it's like a million fucking meters, like, above me or below me, and I don't care. Yeah. Well, uh, that was after I finished the game, like, right before I'd started school, and I didn't want to kind of start a whole new game right as I started school. So I figured, right. like, I'll do this as a side thing, just kind of finish it and... That's the only reason why I did that, because I was like, well, I still kind of want to play, but... And now you're on Legends. I'm still not. Yep. Uh, And then I put 101 hours in Borderlands 3, which is... Last year was when all the expansions came out, all the DLCs. Um, And I'll never not play a Borderlands at some point. Um, I know their their new expansion, the, uh, the Season Pass Plus, sucks balls. Um, it, there's like a like you start with like no guns and you kill your way up to like better guns and it just mm-hmm. I, I have no interest in it it's called the yeah. arms race it sounds like a fun concept especially if you play online but I don't so I don't care yeah um, my top genre was of course first person shooter since I had Destiny and Borderlands 3 on there uh, I will tell you Christina over the course of 2020 834 million Enemies collapsed in fear in Ghost of Tsushima. That's a lot of enemies, and that's across the board of everyone who's downloaded yes. it and played it. Or, yeah. Has so a part of mine are in that. Because some of us are old school. 
Um, well, I didn't feel like going to the store to get the hard copy, and it was on sale online. So. Oh, I pre-ordered it. So um, I remember the day you said you pre-ordered it. You mm-hmm. got the deluxe version. Oh, yeah. Goddamn right I did. Uh, now it starts getting really depressing. Uh, total hours of gameplay in 2020 was 1,252 hours. Youch. Uh, I think we've figured out why I don't have a girlfriend outside of my personality. That and lockdown helped with that. Yeah, lockdown did help with that. Um, yeah, because that was during. Do you think it would have been that high if you were no, in lockdown? No, no. absolutely not. Uh, I didn't realize that 200 million total hours played uh, across all users uh, on Last of Us Part Two, which I was a huge fan of. Uh, in 2020, I played for 310 days out of the year. Which means there was literally like a month and a half I didn't touch my controller, yeah. if you want to look at it that way. Uh, I mostly played on Tuesdays, but that doesn't really, who gives a shit. Um, top games on that, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, total trophies are in there. Here we get into the fucking, the big dick of it all. I'm going to put my balls on the table. I earned 598 trophies. Jeez. Suck it. Uh, two platinum, 29 gold, 90 silver, and 477 bronze, of course. Bronze are not the hardest to get, so... But two platinums. Uh, I'm nice. very okay with that. Uh, I ended up... Yes. Please. Oh, that was full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I ended up getting seven of the... Uh, what, 24 of the PlayStation Plus games... Um, still haven't played a few of them, like Battlefront 2, or, well, for this year, Concrete Genie. Uh, and I got my uh, my appreciation theme, uh, which they didn't give up to PlayStation 5s, because PlayStation 5s apparently don't use themes, which is weird. So that is my 2020 PlayStation review. I'm looking for my profile picture, which is that of a cheese sandwich or grilled cheese. I'm not quite sure which. And looking to log out so I can talk about other things with you. Okay. After next, after this year, we'll be able to see my year in review. Oh, absolutely. And which we'll, isn't going to be very much because of me being at school. It's School will take yeah, the but priority, so, I mean, but we'll, it'll be we'll, cool to see, like, even while it's school. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, you know... You play more than you think you do. That's the thing. Well, I wish I had gotten it, you know, looking back and being able to <clears throat> see those stats. Like, when I was really into playing Kingdom Hearts, like, all the time when I was playing Birth by Sleep, just to see how many hours I got, what what was on there. Yeah, so. I mean, well, it's fun to see. Like, for me, it's like, it's not, I mean, yeah, you got bragging rights. With, I got, like, over, you know, almost 600 yeah. fucking trophies. Um, but I'm interested to see what, them. like, my Ghost of Tsushima records are and... Yeah, and it sucks because because of when you got PlayStation Plus, yeah. you're not really gonna see it unless you go. Well, no, not even if you go to New Game Plus. Um, that'll just show you your basic stats. Sad day. So it's only for like new games that you get when you have PlayStation Plus. Well, it's only for the year. Yeah, for like that calendar year. Yes, absolutely. So. Um, but that means any other game, like you know. Brian's lent me seven days to die. Haven't started on, it yet. That's going to be that'll one. That'll be on there. That's um, going to be one where I can have a grasp on school. <laughs> I can start. Well, and I told you the one of the new games for February is the Ultimate Edition of Control, which I'm a huge yeah. fan of. First uh, person shooter? Or? No. 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 Third person. Third okay. person action adventure. Um, and it's one of those where now that you've 
kind of got your feet wet with Ghost of Tsushima, I think you might really like, like Control. Control. Um, Let me tell you, with school, going and hopping on and just doing some, like, no, wait, just with school and the stress of it and work, going and killing Mongols is such, like, a stress relief. I'm like, just die! Just, yeah. You're that teacher. You're that kid. You're that assignment. You're that boss yeah. that I'm just like... It's, yeah. Oh, it's completely and utterly catharsis. Um... So, yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, it's kind of one of those nice hack and slash ones versus going to Kingdom Hearts. It's like one that I can actually take frustration out of better and be uh, like, well, die! I, Kingdom Hearts 3 was a bit more hack and slash than it was like um, But more of like JRPG. you actually get to see more death and like... Oh, yeah, it's more visceral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, That's one nice thing about that. If you want to see the guts of whatever you're killing mentally, then... Uh, control not... So much? No, but Ghost of Tsushima, killing Mongols, and oh, it's like yes. great. And like oh, watching yes. them run away, it's like that's an assignment that's running away from me. And then you can shoot in the back yep. with an arrow for a trophy. Um, but I, I think you, I think you really dig um, Control. I think it, the, the side missions are not 100% necessary, mm-hmm. unless you're trying to trophy grind. Yeah. Um, but you can always go back to and do it later. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I, you know, I, I didn't have all the side missions done in the original game before I got into the two DLCs. Yeah. Um, which were the Nail and Awe, A-W-E, uh, Altered World Event. Okay. I think it was what it was. Um, but, yeah, so it's not as... You can play it, like, straight through and still yeah. get what you want out of it, as opposed to, like... Ghost of Tsushima, where you're running around doing all the side stuff, or we'll get into it to like level a little up, bit. And yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I mean, unless you want to absolutely trophy grind or grind for like the best gear, yeah. Um, control, like you can get in and out of very easily. Okay. So um, the only drawback I've ever seen from it is that if you put your PlayStation on rest mode when you're in the middle of something, when you get out of rest mode and you it, um, it's one of the first games that has what's called ray tracing, which is like realistic light. Um, it there's like a lag for like one two seconds. Probably not on a PlayStation Five. Don't know. Had a lead on one today, and I had to get ready for the show, so I missed the availability. If you had been late for that, just for a five, I would have been totally okay with that. I know, but I wouldn't have. Like I, I know how you are. I had to be on time, and I know I could have said like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a PS5 before I get a fucking COVID vaccine." Like, this is happening. Um, but yeah, I, I got the email from GameStop and kept refreshing, hitting pre-order, refreshing pre-order, and I was like, "Well, I gotta, I gotta hop in the shower. I gotta get a haircut." And uh, by the time I was on my way here and I got back online, it was like unavailable. I was Aww. like, "Yeah, it was a really." It was a decent bundle. It was uh, the one with MBK two, MBK, NBA two K twenty, which an I NBA sold. Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as the Ultimate Spider Man, which you already have. Yeah, um, I beat Spider Man. I beat the DLCs, and I beat the uh, Miles Morales expansion. So yeah. really, once again, would have sold it, but just to have a PlayStation Five. Um, I think the bundle was seven hundred. It's not bad. With two games, two controllers, which I'm yeah. an only child and only play one-player games. You'd have a backup controller exactly. if you break one. Exactly. Just throw that in the closet and be like, cool. 
because I'm I'm hard on controllers. Oh, that, so is Brian. That, that He's left, got like four of them, oh, and three of them are joystick. like. My new one uh, that I got when Last of Us Two was coming out is it's not starting the dead stick, but I noticed that playing um, a game we're going to talk about a little bit later, um, I started like walking backwards randomly. It almost looks like a moonwalking, which is kind of fun. <laughs> Uh, well, it's like Brian's, his control, he won't even be touching it, and the character will just be walking, like, left or right or forward, so... what's called dead sticking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, actually Air Force term. It means your joystick flying your plane has, like, gone completely dead. And you're and just there, and you're like, uh... Yeah, it's called dead sticking. Uh, it sucks. Um, and it weirdly happens more often than not. Like, I, I played for years without it doing that, and then... I wonder if it's it, like the newer ones that are... Are a little... I wouldn't say cheaper, but probably more like mass-produced. Yeah. Um, See, as to me, I won't have that big of a problem because I don't play as often as like you or Brian. But if I do start finding games that I play more or like more shooter action hack-and-slash games, that's where I'm going to be like pounding the buttons. And I'm going to be like, I should probably go buy a backup one for if this dies. Or to have a spare if I ever have a two-person game. Well, it's when you start playing the games where, like, pushing down the, the left joystick, which is L3. Yeah, that'll damage it. To, like, to run. Like, you like just smash, you smash it without realizing you're smashing it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. which is how I got a kid. <sighs> Funny, Doug. Thank you. Segway. Um, speaking of new things. Okay. Yes, yeah, no, no. I think that my thought was going where you were going. Yes. Speaking of conceptions and exceptions... Um, so obviously we have a new logo, we have a new yep. uh, song, we have a new title, pretty much. Uh, this all happened when lightning struck my brain and I had an apostrophe. And that, I and I said like wrong. we were close That's to like our hundredth episode too, and it's like yeah, I think we're you know probably a couple weeks out. I think uh, it, was, um, it was like the new year. It was like end of December where I said like, hey, it's a new year, we should maybe do something different. And then it was like, well, our 100th episode is going to be in like five weeks, six weeks. And I went, what about this for a name? Pitas and Honey Bunches. Uh, Originally, the Pita and Honey Bunches show. Which then Doug grammatically corrected. Yes. And Deb helped with, you know, the spectacular type of vibe. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted like a variety show look to it. But now we have to explain our nicknames. Yes. We've kind of discussed about yours on previous episodes. Yes. Uh, so mine will be a quick recap. Uh, yes. I, you gave me my nickname, so. Yes, I did. Um, I called someone Honey Bunches online, uh, channeling the boys from YouTube, uh, the VR group, not um, the show. From the Amazon. The Amazon show. And... Uh, Called someone online, Honey Bunches. Who's playing Black Widow? Unfortunately, my roommate uh, at the time heard me say that loudly because I had my headphones on. Um, and when I came up to, you know, grab a Gatorade or a beer or whatever it was, he's like, What are you playing? Who's Honey Bunches? And I'm like, What? Oh, shit, you heard that. Uh, and then it just kind of snowballed into calling me Honey Bunches whenever you saw me as a yep. derisive nickname, which I simply had to own. Um, your nickname, on the other hand, yep. equally as derisive, PETA is in all caps. Uh, if you look at 
everything we've done. Yep. Uh, it's not a reference to the bread, nor the ethical treatment of animals, nor the character from Hunger Games. Took me a second to get there. Uh, it is P-I-T-A, stands for... Pain in the ass. Uh, because you would randomly ask me for coffee when I was busy, and that's what I would write on your cup. So, um, but then I got better. You did, but it was still kind of a cute nickname. Yes, it where, just stuck there. And I took the coffee cup with Pete. I was like, "Yep, that's mine." Unlike that one lady the other day when you pre-made her. Yes, she was uh, a bitch about it. Um, she was a pain in the ass, but not my pain in the ass the way you are. So uh, lovingly, adoring. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were talking about video games, and that's the end of the. Deadly Genesis portion of the show. The video game section. Well, we're going to, real quick, uh, before I met up with you, I actually beat um, Infamous Second Son. Yeah, you were talking about that Which before. is the third installment of the Infamous series, which I loved. Uh, it's by Sucker Punch Studios, which you love because they did Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Yeah, um, you told me about that. Uh, they also did the Sly Cooper uh, franchise, which I desperately miss. And, of course, there's uh, a Sly Cooper... References throughout uh, Infamous, Infamous 2, Infamous Second Son, Ghost of Tsushima, where the, you have the uh, Cooper clan cosplay. Is that what the trophy's called? Yeah, with you kind the of look like Osaka. a Tanuki. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, at one point in, in Infamous Second Son, um, you do come across like Cooper references, McGrath references, which is uh, Infamous 1 and 2, the main character Cole McGrath. Uh, as well as, I didn't realize one of the pins on the, like the punk vest mm-hmm. uh, is the like Cooper uh, raccoon symbol on your character, uh, Deslin Rowe, who is uh, basically a power sponge. She absorbs the abilities of smoke, neon, concrete, and video, though okay. not in that order. Uh, it's smoke, neon, video, concrete. Um, basically, the biggest part of Infamous was it was one of the first games to really have uh, what's called a, uh, a morality meter. Okay. Which is you can make decisions and be a good guy or a bad guy. Um, I believe in the first Infamous there actually was a trophy for like kind of holding the line and being like both. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're not, like you're in the middle, you're not yeah, one, you're not yeah, the yeah. other. Um, but I think they figured out like it's just difficult gameplay for that. Um, I beat Infamous Second Son on Good Karma, uh, Good becoming for you. A, a true hero, a level five Paragon. Um, I will probably replay it and decide to obliterate or eradicate or harm everything ever. Like it's one of those like I'll walk down the street and go, "There's a dog. I think I'm gonna kick him." Um, that's not in the game. That'd be great if it was though. Um, Walking down the street, be like, I'm just gonna kill this person. Well, yeah, actually, there's um, you find like random citizens that have been like hurt, and you can either heal them or put execute them out of their them. misery, mm-hmm. like you do in Ghost of Tsushima. And I did, I did execute ten of them just got a trophy because I didn't think it would affect my Your morality meter that much. Um, but there are certain powers that you only get with either good or evil mm-hmm. karma. Um, once again, it's, the whole game is a third-person action-adventure, kind of hack-and-slash. Yeah. Uh, you play a new conduit, just people powers, uh, and uh, you're just trying to save an old lady, basically, is the whole point of the game. Okay. Uh, so you can pull the concrete out of her leg after she's tortured by the bad lady. 
who you find out is, once again, morally murky. She's doing the worst things for a good reason, but... Yeah. You can either expose her, good karma, or kill her, bad Bad karma. karma. So I'll probably replay it. It's one of those games where, if I'm between games, that's when I'll play it. Yeah. Um, But the... The different abilities with all of the different power sets. Uh, a lot of fun. Smoke's a lot of fun. Neon, I think, is the shit. Um, you get to slow down time while um, aiming. Uh, you get to see weak points. So you can either um, subdue or eradicate bad guys. Um, you get to run inside the buildings, which is way faster than anything else. The video ability where you can like summon digital angels. Once again, on paper, and like you can like swoop, like you grow like. Paper sounds good, visualistic, visually not so. Yeah, like it just it it didn't work for um, just how I play the game, mm-hmm. um, which I like that they have like, hey, here are four different power sets. Depending on how you actually like do play yeah. an action adventure, um, platformers. You can, you know, run up walls, you can swoop, or you can shoot down up, up vents, yeah. rather. Um, so I like that it really did give you that kind of um, variety on, if someone like you played it, you go, oh, well, I like smoke rather than neon, and I like yeah. neon rather than concrete, or so forth. So yeah. it does give you that kind of um, kind of plasticity in terms of... Like, you're not uh, set with the abilities that you either like or don't like. Right. You have the option to kind of yeah. make it your own. Well, right. And, like, if you don't like smoke, you will find... Something else you like better. A neon sign to, like, pull that power from. Or... Because you can switch between the powers based on... Oh. Finding, like, video screens or smokestacks or uh, neon signs or... Concrete's the last ones. So I don't I don't know how I call it concrete. But, um... Yes, yeah, so you can, like, change out powers, like... So if you don't like one, like I didn't, mm-hmm. you can just kind of hang on to that until the game basically forces you to... Switch it up. Yeah. The game does force you um, to play certain modes, but it's fine. It works story-wise. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Infamous series, and I'm glad that I got this. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of a... It's weird cartoony sister game, um, not by Sucker Punch, called uh, Concrete Genie. Uh, which I That's got. on the free, right? Or yeah. So I wanted to play it when it came out, and I just didn't have a chance. Um, but you play some kind of like a, a vandalism artist or spray paint artist that you bring your creations to life, and it's very like fun and fantastic and very kid-like, but apparently it's a really okay. heartwarming story. So, uh, and that's all I got for video games. I don't have much for that, except for, like I said, I got, you know, Seven Days to Die, which I'll try out, which will be... True. That's a completely different game than I've ever played before, like, you know, starting off... You're getting into more... I am! I'm getting out of the fantasy world of just Kingdom Hearts and... Though, I mean, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 would be really nice for you to play, so you can finally fucking talk about it. I think I'm getting there. I don't know half the fucking Storyline like I do? Yeah. Like how Aqua's a part of it and Terra and Ventus and Who's the yeah, who's the kitten the castle that's asleep or something? Ventus. Yeah, right, whatever. And he ties Ventus into, was he birthed ties by in, sleep, whose heart is now inside of Sora, who's then nobody is Roxas. Sis, and but he has all their hearts in him. 
I don't know Sora anything about it, so I gotta keep. I gotta. I got. I never. There are people finished. playing chess at the beginning and end of that game that I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I need to finish Chain of Memories. I'm at a boss that I'm struggling to defeat. So it's gonna be one of those that it'll probably be a day where I'm like, it was one of those that I died like 20 times and finally I was like. It. I need to close this game because I'm gonna like throw my controller at the TV. I'm gonna. That's so what pissed. I do. Actually, miss cigarettes. It's like when I'm in the middle of a boss fight and I'm like, "Fuck this shit!" And I'm like, I have no outlet to like, pause. I have to pause and like walk away. And I'll like I'll do something else. Obviously, so I, I've smoke, got most of like, the story from Chain of Memories because I finished Sora's side. I was on Riku's side. Okay. So to get his perspective on the Chain of Memories, he's side, the kid in the yellow surfer shirt. Right? Yeah, okay. the silver haired friend of Sora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was finishing his. I've got like four or five worlds left on his, and I'm kind of like, it wasn't all that. What did important. you do during lockdown? I built a planter box and. Should have been gaming. I know I should have. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointedly shaking my head at her. I know he is. Like, I'm not he mad. is. It's like just disappointed. Mad. Just like yeah. you, you soul, sad no. soul. What did you? You did something actually meaningful? No, yeah. no, no. You play enough PlayStation that they send you an email and say, "Hey, loser, this is how many hours you played." Now they will. <laughs> now they will. Welcome to the loser club. When I'm not watching or playing video games, we are watching shows. Yes, um, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the meat and potatoes at the end. That's fine. Uh, we're gonna do sell it appetizer. I was hoping we would save that one for the end. Yep, yep, yep. We're starting off with a little appetizers and some salad, uh, and yeah, like we'll we'll start with a you know yeah we'll start with Resident Alien, the third season, third season, third, third episode, episode leaked as far as I know. Uh, they I think they finally cracked the code with. How funny Ellen Tudyk, Harry, can be when he's reacting to social situations. Like, the, the last episode was, like, the whiskey. That was the first episode where he's but like, The last one that leads, you told me about was, yeah, like, the whiskey. Whiskey leads to good life decisions. I'm going to kill a child. <laughs> which he doesn't. But he does flip him off with his, like, weird alien flipper, which is hilarious. Uh, the kid, of course, being a mainstay. Yeah. Uh, gets into a game of chicken with the doctor. So the alien cuts the brakes on the kid's bike, hoping to kill him in an accident. The kid ends up just needing stitches, at which point the alien is sad. But then he's like, if you don't tell anyone, I'll give you like the anesthetic when I do your stitches. And the kid's like, I'm not... I'm gonna tell everyone like you're an alien. He goes, "Okay, well then I guess you're just getting the stitches." Without. <laughs> and he and the kid are going like, like it shows like the needle going into the you know the skin, and the yeah. kid's like, "Ooh!" And he goes, "Yep, I think this might need more than one stitch. It might need four. And the kid's like, "It might need five. Like this it's kid's a little got banter balls. Back and yeah, forth. the kid's got balls of steel. I love it. Um... There's weird, I wouldn't say love interest, but like obviously the, the bartender character, whose name I can't remember, uh, has got a crush on Harry. Uh, you find out more about her and her weird, like, town whore rival from high school, uh, which is very endearing and very, you know, very small town. Um, 
and we still don't know who killed the doctor. Uh, the actual town doctor who was poisoned. Who uh, he replaced. Yes. Oh, and the alien finally found the dead body of the doctor he killed that he took the uh, identity Adenia. over from. He found the body? He nope, l- someone else did. But now it's in his freezer. Minus a foot. Which, when the sheriff, Big Black, <coughs> not racially charged at all, totally racially charged, but like in a positive way. Yeah. Because uh, the the sheriff is African-American, he goes, they call me Big Black. Like, no one calls you that. And he's like, I do. Um, goes, we need like tissue samples from the foot so we can find out who it is. So the alien pressures a couple into having their child circumcised so he can use the foreskin as the, as the tissue oh sample. Like, it it gets funnier and weirder and darker and funnier and weirder as it goes. and Like a weird, dark, funny humor? Yeah, I said those words a lot, and I'm okay with it. I know you are. You're weird, and you have dark humor. And you're funny. I'm funny. Yeah. I'm not an alien. Can't prove it. Because only out of one out of, like, 100,000 can see his actual like, true form. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting, you also have the introduction of, like, two... I don't want to call them FBI agents, but some kind of, like, yeah. men in black type of thing. Where uh, there are two of them, and the guy's interviewing someone who saw the alien in New Mexico. Yeah. And he goes, okay, well, we interviewed him, and then the lady, like, kills the witness. And he goes... That wasn't our orders, or those weren't our orders? Something like that. Like, we weren't supposed to kill that person. And the lady goes, well, I guess we've got different orders. And you're like, oh. So, um, I'm really enjoying Resident Alien is the point of all of this. Uh, Something I I really did enjoy, um, but didn't enjoy at the same time, and I mean that in the best possible way was the documentary, which I, it came out, I think, last year, end of 2019. Uh, Critical Darling won a bunch of uh, awards uh, called Feels Good Man. And this is the documentary of the man, Matt Fury, who creates Pepe the Frog for the good boy. It, it's called the Boys Club like comic. It's an indie comic. It, Pepe becomes... The frog character becomes viral uh, on 4chan, which I mean, like original 4chan, not like yeah. 4chan now, which is kind of where we're heading with things. Um, but Pepe the Frog uh, kind of becomes this symbol for the disenfranchised and isolated, um, and then Instagram people start like. Like taking Pepe and going, oh, it's a meme, it's a meme. Yeah. So they start subverting Pepe to be like, well, we don't want you to use Pepe as a meme, so we're going to put him in like Nazi clothing and we're going to put him like flying the plane in 9 11. Like, oh, yeah. Like, they're doing all this to protect like their isolationist culture. Yeah. Does not end well. Backfires a little bit. Uh, yeah. Pepe becomes the a symbol for. The alt-right, the actual neo-Nazi, proud boys. 
the bad guys. He's just a fucking frog. Um, he was on... When they show clips of it, it's on like MSNBC, it's on InfoWars, which oh, wow. InfoWars got sued over it. Um, and it, it's just, it's sad because this the guy, Matt Fury, goes, I just made him as like, you know, this a like... funny character. Yeah, this like, funny character. And, he gets, and now he's like, now there's like, there are pins on like people at like... Cons or conventions or just mm-mm, every day. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. Every day? Of like actual neo-Nazis. Oh. Like people that identify as neo-Nazis. Ooh. Like they wear pins and they go, what is that pin? And they go, that's Pepe the Frog. Like he's with us. And it's like, what? Um, Pepe the Frog, the meme, ends up on the Anti-Defamation League's list of symbols of mm. white supremacy, neo-Nazism, bad stuff. Yeah, um, that's not good. No, no, no. A simple little meme turned in, or comic turned into something. Well, and it, they start talking about how like Trump started using the meme to like dog whistle people, where the meme evolves as Trump does, and then Ooh. they start putting Trump hair on the frog, and people start identifying with it, and they go, "Oh yeah, like." The frog has Trump hair, so Trump is with me and my and my and my fringe ideas. And then finally, Matt Fury's like, "I'm sick of this shit." Like, it sends him into obviously depression spiral. Yeah, because it's like the thing I created never meant was never meant to be turned into. Like, imagine if like you had a bunch of people going like, "White is right," and you know, um, going yeah. We listen to Peter Honey Punches, and they're with us. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We have no association with them whatsoever. We're not homophobic. We're not xenophobic. We're, we're no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. The aliens I don't like are the ones that I have to shoot in Destiny 2. That's it. Or Control. We'll go back to that. Like, the hiss. Yeah. Or the darkness. Or whatever. The fallen. Like, anything Fic- fucking fictional. Not gays or Jews or gay Jews or anyone else. Yeah. That's that's not a huge scope. Um, but, you know, but the round, you, they get the picture. Like. Yes, thank you. I'm falling down a weird hole. As that movie made me fall down. So, finally, uh, Matt Fury talks about, like, he uses the copyright that he copyrighted, and he starts, like, suing uh, Alex Jones from InfoWars, which he's insane. Um... So he literally puts a copyright on Pepe the Frog. In well, he order- had one. He had one. Yeah. Because he did the, the independent comic book, the uh, Boys Club. Yeah. Um, he ends up killing Pepe the Frog in the comics. Oh. Uh, which doesn't help. Because the Defamation League says, we can't take him off. Yeah. We, we can take him off the list. But, like, you can't stop the internet from subverting this innocent thing into a horrible, ugly yeah. thing. And uh, so we're not going to take it off the list. Um, he gets lawyers, he starts suing. And good on him, Matt yeah. Fury. He sues Alex Jones from uh, InfoWars. They settle for $2 million. Damn. Which, for Alex Jones, goes, whatever, like, that's a win. Like They can just fuck off. To Matt Fury, it's like life-changing money. 
with him and his partner and his yeah. uh, 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 lady partner uh, and their daughter. Like, that's life-changing money. Um, but he starts, like, slowly retaking his character. It doesn't work until... And I didn't realize this. During the Hong Kong riots for independent... Uh, against um, extradition, rather, which was a couple of years ago, uh... Pepe the Frog suddenly became this symbol for, like, youth rebellion and anti-authoritarianism. Um, and everything that, like, he had been sublimated yeah. with. Um, it now became the opposite. Oh, and in they had, China? Like, uh, in, yeah, Hong Kong, which is... Yes. Yeah. But it was a matter of, like, yeah, them expediting criminals to yeah. China, the whole thing. Um, which basically disappears people because China's bad. But anyway, as I probably buy a new mug made in China uh, later today. But anyway. Let's dig ourselves out of this like, hole. Like, I don't think it's going to be possible. But it's a great documentary. It's a very sweet, very heartfelt. What's the name of the um, documentary? Feels Good Man. Feels Good Man. Which was uh, kind of the iconic line of when one of the characters... Where is it streaming? Uh, Netflix, uh, at least Netflix. Okay, Netflix always um, has because it. it's it's up for because um, it's screener season. Um, Doug did jazz hands when he said screener season because it's always his favorite time of the year. Um, I get sent free movies. Uh, actually sent, not. Oh really? Yeah. Not Doug Plus, like actually sent. Like people movies. will send you be like read this or watch it. Uh, for your consideration it. is what it's called. Nice. Uh, so that we can review it for Oscar considerations. Uh, but Feels Good Man, uh, great documentary. I haven't watched a documentary in a while, and this is one where I, it was on my radar, and I just never got around to it. And then New Year's resolution, I have to watch a movie a month, and uh, slam through this. So speaking of things that we've been watching... Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Oh my god. Motherfucking WandaVision. I had a... No, go ahead. I'm going to say, had a Luke Skywalker Mandalorian moment. Oh, I will agree. And And I watched it this morning and I was like... Like, I'm doing like the jaw-dropping wide eyes. Like, this is why Doug was saying everyone's sending him. We'll watch the episode. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Like he did to me on the Mandalorian episode where I was like, no, I haven't watched it. He's like... Fucking watch it, and I'm like, oh, I got, watch I got, it. I got multiple episodes last Friday with people going, "Have you seen One Division yet?" I'm like, "No, I'm still at work." They're like, "Fucking watch it!" All caps. Like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit! All caps. Which is exactly what you did with me with Mandalorian when Luke Skywalker was well, revealed. Yeah, that was, yeah I, but you I, I telling is, me that I think this is, an e- this is an equal reveal. In in my I will opinion. agree. That's a pretty Which makes me wonder. Like, we're only halfway through the season at that point. Yeah. Episode five, mm-hmm. and there's what only eight episodes, or a little over half. Nine. Oh, they did do nine. Okay. So, spoiler alert! I'm right, obviously, at the end, uh, beginning of the episode. Mul- we're gonna call multiverse quicksilver. Yes. Or Fox Quicksilver, however you want to say it. Oh my Evan god. Evan Peters, Quicksilver. Because Darcy goes, they recast her Quicksilver. Pietro. Yeah, Pedro, her brother. Which, and it's the actor from the X-Men. It's Evan Peters. Yeah, Evan Peters. And she goes, the doorbell rings. She goes, I didn't do that. We're going to get into that in a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't do that. That's not me. So she, she then opens, opens the it and it's like, 
Vision goes, who is it? And it's... Jaw dropping. She's like... It's Quicksilver. It's her brother. From a different universe. They're bringing the multiverse into her world. Absolutely. Uh, Does this open up the door for mutants? Probably. Because you got to remember, that Quicksilver is is a a mutant. mutant. And not her brother. But, but, in but, Apoc- was it Apocalypse or one of the other ones where you see him sitting in front of the TV watching Magneto with, with, her, with his sister? Yeah. So could she have a, a multiverse duplicate? It's the fucking multiverse. I don't want... And I say this, like, for your sanity, my sanity, the sanity. Don't go down that rabbit uh, yeah, hole. I don't want to... This, this is a hole we're not going to dig ourselves out of. <laughs> my thing is that at one point... They're trying to figure out what can go into WandaVision, what can yeah. go into Westview without being, like, transfigured. Yeah. Uh, and at one point, Monica Rambeau says, what if we sent something in there that didn't need to be changed? So, like, something from the 80s, because they were in the 80s time, right? Like Quicksilver. Yeah. So you think they sent Quicksilver in? Because when she said that, they sent in the droid, the... No, the drone was a, a the very drum. early in. Because she comes back out and goes, does this belong to you? Stay the fuck out. Yeah, that was before that, but Rambo did say, what if we sent something in that didn't need, need to, be to be changed? changed like but her brother. I thought, no, but I didn't get that at the first, because then they sent in the drone. That after that. Because no, she, she talking- said that, and then they sent the drone in from the like 80s technology. Yes. They did. If you rewatch the episode, she says that. Then they said the droid, the drone. When in. does she bring up the uh, aerospace engineer? Because now we're all wondering who that is. What? She goes. Uh, we need to build like some kind of car that like oh yeah has like all the different energy. Blah blah blah. blah blah blah. And she's like, she knows somebody that can do this. Could it be Tony? No. No, this is post blip. Rumor has it they're thinking Reed Richards. That this is how they introduce. Not only the X-Men and Mutants, but Fantastic Four. Oh, my God. Like, this... Oh, yeah, Reed, because he was Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. He's a genius. He's a yeah. genius on par with Just to see how Banner, when... Parker, and Stark. Just to see how when they brought up Captain Marvel, Rambo kind of paused for a minute, like, mm. Something happened. We don't know what. No, but something and, happened. And we won't know probably till um, Captain Marvel 2. Okay. Oh, they're going to make a second one. Oh, yeah. All these movies are trilogies, at least. Well, you and if they're know, not trilogies, they're like soft You know more on the movie-verse than I do. You're walking IMDb. I am. Um, and if it's not a hard trilogy, it's going to be a soft trilogy. Like, the way Thor is going to be part of uh, not only Thor 4, but also Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Because he fucks off with the Guardians at the end of Endgame? Yeah, I remember that. When he was all but fat you know and sluggish. But you know, uh, he'd started to lose weight. Yeah. He'd reconciled with Starting. his mom, which was very sweet. Um, but you also, I mean, just if you look at IMDb, um, he's going to be in, like, Love and Thunder. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's got some implications, we'll say. Yeah, the Quicksilver was the biggest one that at the end I was like... Actually, my thing was that she couldn't control the kids. That and Vision. Vision is starting to realize things, and he uses powers. He's not starting to realize. He's 
he, well, he's like, been unlocked. What's his name's brain? Yeah, what does it say? And he's realizing a lot more, and then like unlocked his brain. He, he's like, "Help he me! Know. It hurts! It's painful!" She's in my head, and he's like, "Uh, let's put you back to where you uh, were." Yep. Uh, mic drop. But yeah, definitely the kids, and they're like, "Bring back the dog, mom! You can bring back the dog." And she's like, "I can't bring back death." What? Also, she can't control the kids. Yeah. She's like, "Stop crying! Stop crying! Stop crying! They won't." And then she they spurt up five years. Well, and she can't control their growth spurts as well. They can. Yes, they can. My other thing is, is Darcy, is it Darcy? Not Darcy, the one that came is like, I know the, yeah. And she just like watches them. Agnes, that's the word. Name, sorry. She goes, I missed my cue. Do you want me to start all over again? Yeah, and. Like, she seems free of want to control. Vision's like. What was that about? Once and then again, the kids just grow up, and she's just sitting there sipping on a glass of booze or whatever. Goes, oh, like, they always grow up fast. Once again, this ta- this leads into the fan theories of that Agnes is Agnes Harkness, that Ralph could be Mephisto, the actual devil god of the Marvel, um, or that Dottie is. I like the idea that Dottie is. But that's just, um, also, I want. Yeah. What's her name? I have like more acting work. Um, I mean, I love Dottie's a character, but I love that actress. Uh, she was from Buffy. And um, whose name I suddenly can't remember. I, yeah, I don't know. The the fact that like there are gaps in her control. Yeah. Is is the interesting part? Could it be that she stretched her her powers so thin that it's starting to lose, or that she's just so engrossed in trying I, to have a family? I think that. Her powers have a limit. I mean, I, you can't have, like... Unlimited powers. Yeah, I mean, they kill characters like that. Um, like Proteus from the X-Men and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, but that, you know, once again, we go back into the comics where she had a mental breakdown from a shit ton of loss. Her brother and then Vision and lots of other things. Well, we look at the MCU on that one, and yeah, and, like, the Avengers disassembled storyline where... It ended with no more mutants. Um, I think this could end with either, I don't know, more mutants or her saying, like, tops, like three, four words that mm-hmm. reshape our prime reality, the multiverse. Obviously, we have the multiverse with. Yeah. They recast Pietro, which was a sublime line, by the way. Because yeah. it's like, you're like, oh my God, it's like. The other Pietro, and then Darcy, who's like, in, quote unquote, invested in the show. Yeah, she, they recast him. She goes, they recast Pietro. And we're all going, oh my fucking God. Like, oh my fucking God. So yeah, I mean, just one of those, with my face, with my nails, like just tearing my face off watching it. Um, I wonder how it's going to continue to develop with Vision and Wanda. And with, now Pietro and the kids. Yes. With Billy and Tommy, because... They are building a new Avengers team at this point. Yeah. Um, there's an actress whose name I can't remember, uh, but she plays Hawkeye's daughter in the MCU. Yeah. Is talking about you know becoming kind of the Kate Bishop female Hawkeye. Um, they're talking about Ant Man's kid, uh, Cassie Lang, taking on a bigger role in the third Ant Man film, which okay. she becomes the character Stature, who can grow big and small, uh, much like her dad Ant Man. Uh, and then you've got Billy and Tommy, which are uh, uh, Tommy's Speed and Billy's Wiccan, I believe, uh, which implies you have the, hopefully, and he's gay, uh, fingers crossed, because then you have his boyfriend, 
eventual husband, Hulkling, who is a, a Kree Skrull hybrid who can ship change. Um, but they get married. Uh, and it's sweet and adorable and the cornerstone of the Young Avengers comics. And if that's what they're building to, I'm I'm all in. Yeah, it's like sounds... pushing my chips in, like Semaphore, uh, the guy from Jeopardy. Like, I'm all in. Yeah. Um, but for this to be their first show out of the gate is game changing. It is. Game changing. Um, also, Super Bowl commercial of um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Fucking fantastic. I didn't watch any of the commercials on the sur- during the Super Bowl, so I'll have to watch that after. Uh, they don't make Zemo look like a dirty sock, which I appreciate. And you just have, like, Falcon practicing throwing the shield. And when it bounces off something, like, Winter Soldier catches it. And it's like... Because in the comics, Winter Soldier originally wielded the shield after Captain America's death. Yeah. And then Falcon got it eventually after that. Uh, once Captain America came... Like came back after when he was 50 years old or whatever. We're not getting into the comp of continuity. Um, But I would say on that note, not getting into the comp of continuity, just Google it. It's long, and I would do it longer. So to make a long story or less long... I am Honey Bunches, a.k.a. Doug. I'm Peta, a.k.a. Christina. AKA Pen of the Ass, and this has been Pitas and Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular. That won't be the opening and closing forever. We'll figure it out. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, Pitas and Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.